And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. episode 83 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, everybody. 83, really? 83. Good grief. Right? Yeah. It's nuts. How's everyone doing this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good this week. Mm-hmm. 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 The week was good this morning, Jen. Mm-mm. 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 I did done goofed. You, you still have that same migraine you had last week when we recorded, don't you? I do, and also I'm very hungover. Jen and another friend of ours trying to reenact Time and Vine last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! It turns out it didn't work so well, no. but but they did kept you, trying. <laughs> did you at any point meet George Washington? I think I might have. Okay, I might have. Brian, I'm just going to go ahead and turn you all the way down. <laughs> um, sorry, listeners at home. You won't be hearing Brian this week, but I won't either. That's a good uh, oh, thing. Oh, no, you probably will still. Because <laughs> there are two other mics in the room. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, want to just get into the comics? Yeah, let's do that thing. Yeah, okay. we got a, there's let's do it a quickly. lot to talk about. All right. Batman number 35. Y'all, this was good. <laughs> Yes, yes, it was. And also the 800th story of Batman or issue, something yeah. like that. We've hit like 800 of Batman and 700 of Superman and 300 or, or 600 of Wonder Woman yeah. all in the last couple of weeks. Talia versus Selina. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty... nothing but swords and their vicious, vicious mockery. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> it was real. No, but like. Selena wasn't even buying into it. She's no, she was like, was no, and this is why yeah. <laughs> you're dumb. Yeah. You're very dumb. It opens with a two-page monologue from Talia mm-hmm. about how her father repeatedly killed her and revived her and killed her and revived her to train her to fight, and how the first thing he did when she could walk was give her a sword. After which Selena responds, "Yeah, no one ever gave me anything. This is pretty <laughs> impressive, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> and yet I'm still fighting you toe to toe. Isn't that pretty cool for me?" <laughs> She might be my hero. A little exactly. bit. Like, a little you, bit my hero. You, you know what else is still my favorite part of this? Robin. Robin Because I'm Robin. I'm Robin and you're Nightwing. What? <laughs> Grow up, Richard. It is It is truly wonderful. Yeah. Such brothers. And, and, and the, yes, exactly. And then I love when, at the end, when... Batman and Selena come out, and like the conversation that happens. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful, yeah. too. It's, it's, like, everything about this story is so good. Yeah. It's great. It's real adorable. And I love I love the the weird bonding that happens in this between Talia and Selena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they don't show each other any admiration, but when Selena's off talking to Holly later on, uh, you know, Talia comes up to her and says, I like her. 
Bring two behind. And Bruce is like, mm. Great. My exes are going to be besties. Happens. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, yeah. No. But, no. And you also get, uh, as seems to be the case in in King's run on Batman, Catwoman is very much a realist about what her relationship oh, with Bruce absolutely. is. absolutely. She knows exactly what she's getting yeah. into. And she recognizes she is stupid for it. And he is stupid. And they're all stupid. And they'll be stupid together. <laughs> yep. So cute. It is adorable. The opposite of adorable. The Batman who laughs. Oh my god, yeah. This was not adorable. It was uh, somewhat terrifying. Yeah. Why is that, Brian? Um, you know, there's there's that whole... It is, you know, Batman's line. Batman doesn't kill. Da, 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 da. And here's Batman's fear and regret of what happens if he does kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the worst, most terrifying part is all all the kids. <laughs> oh, I thought it was when he made Superman kill Lois and. Oh uh, well, that was pretty horrible too. Yeah. That was. But like, it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah, but also horrible. Yeah. 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 Yeah, mostly that. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of funny. <laughs> but kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he he basically lures all the all the bat folk in. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus. Like uh, there is nothing positive coming out of this Batman. No, laughs, no. man. He is. It's all bad, leading he, to a good book. He, he is the worst. Yeah. You know what they say about the Batman who laughs? He laughs last. Uh, what? No, he wins. Oh, oh right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and dock you some points on this uh, AR test, Brian. Damn it. <laughs> I never did good on early morning tests. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, now I love uh, I love the big double page spread of all the the Nightmare Justice the Leagues. Nightmare Justice League's coming. Yeah, yeah, those were those were really really creepy. Things could get real real bad in the second half of. Yeah, I think I think maybe the Dryder Flash was probably the one that was like, whoa, <laughs> the what? The Dryder. It's like. Half spider, half oh. human. Yeah, gross, awful, hate it. <laughs> no more, please. No more. Yeah, I'm really not... fast spider. No thanks. Yeah, even faster than a normal spider. Definitely not. <laughs> like speed force spider. Nah. <laughs> With strength and speed dis- disproportionate to that of a spider. <laughs> uh, frankly, I thought that the. Uh, well, I was going to say the clown Batman, but God damn it, that's what this issue was about. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing. I was going to mess thing. with Jin by throwing a clown so, in there somewhere. So, yeah, definitely was... happened. Somehow okay. the Joker doesn't scare me like a normal clown. And he think, should scare me so, more. I think he's so far beyond terrifying that it's like... It's not a, it's not it's like a, a real clown or something. at that point. Right. Yeah. I did, while playing Super Mario Odyssey, turn Mario into a sewer clown this week. <laughs> I dressed him up like a clown and put him in a sewer. Nice. You suck. <laughs> I'm not the one who gave him a clown costume. It's not cool. Not. I've not got some cool. creepy black and white style shots of it. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Of it? No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a me, a Pennywise. It is not the clown. <laughs> <It's a me. laughs> 
we all are floated down here. <laughs> Somehow I love that. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't even respond properly. <sighs> it's fine. You'll just think it was a fever dream later. It probably was. It's fine. Sorry for gaslighting you. <laughs> Justice League number 33. Uh, this is the last issue of the four-story arc. Yes. Um, Justice League, Flash, and Green. How Jordan and Green Lantern. Yes. Course. And I feel like this is the rare tie in crossover that has gotten better as it has progressed. I would agree with that. Um, I actually feel like each issue has been better than the subsequent one. Yes. Yes. I I, I agree with you, Alex. Very good. I'm sorry. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh,. Cyborg gets some upgrades here, huh? Cyborg does get some upgrades. Like, Cyborg Cyborg kind of comes out of this in far better place than he started. Did Cyborg. he unlock the Booyah emote? Um, yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> in at least a very metaphorical sense, yeah. yes. Aw, dang. But, he but, is Cyborg 1 million now. Nice. There is a, there's a double-page spread of, of the five of them fighting the, the Batman... Yeah. Who in the, the Batman Dark Knights. Dark Knights? Yeah, which is just absolutely stunning. It is that Wonder Woman is like one of the most beautiful. Hey, I girl. love it. I, I don't understand why. Anytime there's a big double page spread like that, I don't understand why there are not more posters and prints of those things. <laughs> yeah, that like I would I would so buy that as a yeah. poster. That's wonderful. It's um, probably going to be the background on something for my computer or tablet or something. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> and there's like two tiny little word balloons on the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing is just the art. I like nice. Good job. Yes. <laughs> um, now I imagine Brian's favorite thing about this, hmm. if I had to guess. Uh, and I'm going to call Among, spoilers, um, even though we've yeah. been bad at calling spoilers today so far. Uh, the voice that helps Cyborg come to realize his potential yes. is Raven. Raven mm-hmm. saves Cyborg. Yes, nice. she does. I was so happy. I was like, who is this talking to? And we see him. It's like, <gasps> I got like chills. Don't scream. Was, I'm not. You, you made scream face. Don't do it. Yes, <laughs> Please, God, don't do it. I'm multiplying. I, love, I was so happy it was Raven. It was wonderful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I got to that. I'm like, well, this is this is gonna warm Brian's old, Damn. wrinkly Teen Titans loving heart. Uh huh. <laughs> sure does. It sure does. Oh, she's jumping right back into bullying Brian's. Well, when we don't bully him, he gets a big head and tries to segue. It's true. My my normal state is, is a bully, so that's I'm, I, yeah, right. it's right. probably the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I I still don't know if I liked I wouldn't say I liked it better than Gotham Resistance. No, Gotham Resistance, I think, is still overall the stronger of the two. But this, this finished strong enough that I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for Metal to get into gear and, and yeah. get where it needs to go and well, wrap up. November was the skip month for Main. Right. Or October. October was the skip month for Main book. Um, maybe November, whatever month we're in, we're not, we're in November. Yeah. November. Mm-hmm. What am time? <laughs> um, 
But I think in December, number four is out, and then we get back yeah. into the meat of the thing. In January, we have The Wild Hunt with Snyder and Morrison. and I keep wanting to call that The Wild Party, which is a very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Although a wild party with that group? Oof. <laughs> Oliver Queenie was a blonde. Um, which I guess technically that counts as a musical theater reference, so I'll take a drink. Anything else on anything metal? Uh, no. Nope, it's good fun. It's, I was going to say, still still so much fun to read. Go do it. I did hear that a lot of the, uh, or at least some of the, maybe all of the, some some quantity, X number of these uh, books that are spinning out of metal mm-hmm. are being delayed, even though they're running ads for coming in December, are being delayed until sometime in 2018. Oh, like the <laughs> Immortals and like, those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, like the yeah. Immortal Men and... Damage, was that what it's Damage called? Damage is yeah. one, yeah. So, those okay. may be... If you're looking for those, those may be late. Well, well I'm sure we'll let people know when they yeah. come out. Uh, hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. How did you like Super Sons? Oh my god, Super Sons. This was a... Th- I, I, this this particular book has been a bit hit or miss for me, I'll be Same honest here. with you. Like, I'd actually hung... Whether or not I'm staying on the book on this issue. Oh, well, then you're staying on. Then I'm staying on. Yeah, because yes. this was fantastic. Um, they, they, um, I mean, it's on the cover, so it's not a big, they, they go to their new Fortress of Attitude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get a chuckle. Teenagers <laughs> with Attitude. <Yes>. Imagine. <laughs> the Fortress of Attitude. But it really is like it. The dynamic between not just the two of them, but what they bring out in their dads, yeah, is pretty pretty wonderful. Yeah, there's a weird there's a weird undercurrent in this issue about Batman and Superman wife swapping. What? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it, 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 very mild and indirect, but yes. <laughs> um, this almost had my quote of the week. This had my quote of the week until we got to. Until I read the other issue that actually has it, which we'll get to later. But, yeah, uh, this Brian's thing. almost quote of the week is not a segment. I'm no, sorry. no. <laughs> no, it's not, not. You don't I, get it. I, I am curious to see if Alex can pinpoint what it would have been from this issue, though. I heard this one at like one o'clock this morning, so okay. probably not. Okay, it was John talking about uh, you know living in a house with with how hard it is to live in a house with someone with super hearing and super mind reading. Oh yeah, yeah, and. Damien says, your your dad dad doesn't have super mind reading. He's like, oh, no, I was talking about my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we had, I had guessed that when we talked about spoilers for December, the identity of the future Batman who arrives to kill uh, John. Yes. And I was right. Called shot. We see in this issue, spoilers. Climbing from the fire and wreckage of a doomed Gotham, uh, Damian Wayne, Batman, from Batman 666. Oh, Damian Bat, yeah. Yep. Holding what looked like shreds of the Joker's garb. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah, I would think that's probably Joker. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on at least for that, just so I can watch everyone fight. Damien, the Batman from the future. We've got a lot of future Batman running around. Lately, we do we? have a lot of future Batman, and they're all a little bit different, but yeah. I want I want future Tim Bat to meet future Damien Bat. Okay. 
Battle of the Future Batman. Battle of the Future Bats. Winner take all. Winner take off your shirt. The winner takes what? it all. I meant stuff. Okay, Battle of the Future Bats, drawn by Stepan Shayek. Yep, yeah, no, yeah, let's do that thing. Let's do that thing. Uh, Brian. Yes, sir. Tell me, and any raccoons at home listening, <laughs> about Brilliant Trash. <laughs> brilliant Trash. This is a uh, this is a brand new series from Aftershock. Okay, I skipped the DC book, but we'll come back to it. Whoops, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's Aftershock. Um, but it is, I, let me tell you, Aftershock is on, the Aftershock's got some great stuff out. They, they really, really do. Really do. Uh, this is by, uh, I was, I was kind of on the fence about this one. I was like, mm, eh, maybe I'll pick this up and see what, and then I saw that it was, you know, being created and written by Tim Seeley. And I was like, oh, well, then I will definitely try it. Cause I like a lot of his stuff. Um, the artist is Priscilla, uh, Petratus. I'm guessing is how you pronounce her last name. Um, this is a really interesting book in where uh, it's kind of one of those uh, futures where superpowers are just starting to develop, but nobody knows. Um, and it kind of starts off in this uh, hijacked video feed that everybody assumes is like a terrorist. And she kind of is, but she talks about how... <laughs> Basically, we, we're we not going to survive if we keep thinking of each other as this or that or the other or blah, blah, blah. We have to all be the same. We have to. I, I, so I am I'm not one of you or this or that. Or the, I'm everybody. And then basically makes a portion of Jerusalem disappear. Just like go the away. Greendale human. Hmm. Um, and then <laughs> the rest of this everybody. is kind of a follow up to that and us being introduced to the folks who are going to be the characters of this and. You know, there's clearly some government conspiracy and there's some rebellion group going on and it's good stuff. So you're going to keep reading it? Uh, I'm going to at least pick up the next one and then it may be something I do in trade. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I think he's got another book coming up soon through Vertigo, Seeley does. I think that's right. I don't remember what it is. Some kind of horror book because I've come to realize I really like his horror writing. Yeah. No, this was good, though, especially if you're looking for something new to get on. This is a good, good, cool. good chaw. All right. Uh, Trinity number 15, the end of the Dark Trinity Pandora Pits, Cersei conning everybody arc. Cersei conning everybody, which is pretty much what it was. Uh, it, it was a very, very solid ending. Um, mm-hmm. I would not say it was like, uh, you know, a super breakout no, it's, best story you've ever you gotta go read this it's that you know. weird story idea that sounds like it should be some sort of big summer event but never ripples out in that way like this could have right. been some sort of oh yeah this major... could have been a big crossover yeah yeah oh absolutely yeah with everybody getting drug in and yeah yeah and Especially if Cersei had been telling the truth. Like, I feel like there's a version of the story where she was telling the truth and it became some big event. And, yes, you know, whatever happened, happened. Mm-hmm. And I think this version of it, it makes sense not being a big thing. Because it is basically just Cersei the con woman. But I liked it. Overall, I liked it. It was a little... The wrap-up was a little quick, a little easy. But... Keep, but, but in something that was kept this small it yeah. makes sense exactly you got some fun Constantine 
more yeah, than anything, do. you got some fun John Constantine in this. And you got some good good Zatanna. Yeah. yeah. Some decent dead man. Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah. some race, you get some seriously. You get you get get the sprinkling of all these yeah. fun little things. Yeah. Yeah. Good good and solid. Nothing like I said, probably not a story of the year or anything, but good good yeah. good wrap up. Uh and coming up next in Trinity we get uh, James Robinson and Patrick Zerker doing a, uh, I forget what, what they're doing. Some sort of Wonder Woman, well, it's Trinity, so Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. I Imagine. forget what the setup is, though. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know that I remember either. But I think their thing is a three-issue thing. So. All right. Uh, Brian. Yeah. You say you want an evolution. You say you want... Speaking of uh, horror books, I would... I would I would put this in that category. It did very much sound like you just said horror books. Horror books? Horror books. Um, Those are to, good, too. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think there's actually any horrors in this particular book. Okay. So um, I will make sure that everyone knows that I'm in a horror book. <laughs> did Have you have you seen this week's Legends of Tomorrow? Uh, no. Oh. There's this great bit, because they're doing the, like, 20s transatlantic accent thing. Mm-hmm. Where oh, no. Sarah's driving a truck, and the, the whole thing is about Helen of Troy. So she's driving a truck to smuggle in. Uh, they don't call her Isis on the show for obvious reasons, yeah. but Isis but and yes. uh, Vixen. And but yeah, she, she says, I've she's got totally the guy's ISIS. horse in this 20s transatlantic accent. The guard doesn't want to let her in, doesn't want to let her in. Um, and he goes and he opens the back door and sees the two of them back there and says, Oh, you meant whores! <laughs> Which let me tell you, they both took very kindly to and definitely did not beat him to a pulp after. I'm, I'm quite certain, yeah. 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 Um, no, but this is a, basically the premise of this is like hundreds of thousands to millions of years of evolution. It's for some reason starting to occur in like a week's period of time within certain people. And it's, some of them are quite gruesome. Some of them are beneficial to the people that get them um but it's just really really odd i'll be honest one of my favorite things about this is the art is all almost just pencils ish yeah yeah and it's beautiful it really is i I love the the fitting to the tone of this that it has um and like i said this is right on the edge of 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 horror body horror um and it's good I like it. I will definitely pick up a, a next one. And did you say who the team on this one is? Oh, I did not. It is do 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 because it's the, the reason that I'm looking is because there's like five writers on it. I think really uh, four. I'm sorry, James Asmus, Joseph uh, Keating, Christopher Sabella, and Joshua Williamson. Oh, all four writers I like a lot. They may be they may be writing this like a uh, bullpen style. It could, that's yeah. what I'm wondering. Uh, and I mean, with that many, I would have to think it probably is. And the art, since I mentioned how much I love it, the artist is uh, Joe Infer- Infernari. Oh, he uh, he did. I think he was the artist on uh, the bunker, which was a uh, not James Tynan. Uh, Life after. Oh, now uh, see now you got me doing it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, writer whose work I love. Yeah, I know whose name I'm blanking on badly. 
don't know. Yeah. But yes, but like I said, beautiful. I, I actually really enjoyed this. Um, I am interested to see how it goes. Again, my guess is this is probably going to be one that reads better in trade. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Yep. You two wanted to get excited about Wicked and Divine. Oh, Missouri yeah. Man. I don't know if we oh, wanted to get excited God. about it, but, but holy damn. 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 Like, you finally kind of... I, I don't I don't necessarily see where this is going yet. <laughs> 33 issues in. Um, but you have a sense of what the hell was going on the whole time. Yeah. Basically, there's, there's something that that is revealed in the last two pages that turns the entire series on its head. Oh my God. Josh Fjolkov. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but, Oh, I, I, this was good. Like one of my favorite characters, not so favorite anymore. (laughs) No, Nope. No, probably never favorite again. Probably not. Probably never. Um, we're gonna have to call spoilers here. In a yeah, minute. we got to. We got um, to. What but, bullshit did Ami do? But before, well, I was gonna say before we call before we do that. Who? Um, Amaterasu. Okay. Oh right. no, we'll it's talk like about this. that in a minute. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, Alex. Unfortunately, you're gonna get the shit spoiled out of this. The big no, red dot. Right. Oh, are you leaving? <laughs> Alex is walking away. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm not. You, you, you it, need you to. Will. Um, yeah. We won't talk about that part though. Because that was in the last one. Wait, yeah, that was in the last. Well, one. I mean, it'll probably come up because yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we before that we get we finally get kind of the real story of Woden mm-hmm. and what was going on with him uh, before we get this huge nuclear bomb dropped on us at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's probably time right now to call spoilers. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, Woden traps Persephone and um oh god, what's her name? Um the Norn goddess. Uh, yeah, Cass. Uh, yeah, Cass, thank you. Um and the conversation that the two of them have I thought was wonderful. That was great. Like Laura like that, they I mean they are still children. Yeah. And they are still dealing with big real world problems as children who are gods. And yet with with everything that has happened with this character, at the end you come back and find out that she's just the same person right. and feels exactly the same way she felt in the beginning. And but now you understand what that meant. Yeah, yeah. And it has like oh sh- shit. Right. As different as she's been, like it's been kind of hard to see if she if she is the same Laura or just whatever the hell this Persephone thing is. Right. But the destroyer, this is right? definitely Laura. Yeah, it and is. it was definitely so heartbreaking. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Then we have our lovely bombshell at the end, in which we have uh, Minerva. Um. Oh, yeah. You not yet, not yet, sir. You do not want to come back yet. <laughs> Walk away for just a second. Um, and then uh, we have we see her having a conversation with somebody off panel, mm-hmm. and. They talk about how, you know, they can't believe that she was working with a non-gay. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you fucking idiot. Uh, I am a non-gay. <laughs> not working with her. What? what? <laughs> and also, then, then, we, then we turn and see, um, yeah, three of our dearly departed gods, 
their heads are still alive and animated and it's so wonderful i cannot wait to have more and it is probably two of them are ones that fans of the series are going to lose, lose their heads about lose their, <laughs> lose their, heads, their yeah. fucking minds over uh, the other one is one that honestly we know so little about that it's hard to know if you like that character or not but but I bet that we will. I bet um, we will too. If not, who cares? Because oh my god, yes! Oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of people who would lose their head, I did that thing. I did that thing when I was reading this did book. You? So excited, you guys! So excited. And then of course, you know the little the little black insert panels that are the, kind of the title cards between mm-hmm. pages, and, and they, call it, they call it talking heads. Yes. <laughs> so excited! Yeah, I loved it. It's beautiful. Thank you, King Gatlin. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, literally, this turns like Minerva was one of my all-time favorite characters. She was kind of the the, the Gabby, the little kid, right? Yeah. Character and oh no, Karen no, Gillen no, said no. Nah. All right, that's it. We're <laughs> it good. Is. All right, Alex, we're done. So oh. good. If you're yeah. not reading this book, I think you're a crazy person. And if you're reading is, it in trade, I am so sorry. And this is this so is, good. This is how this arc ends, though. Yeah. And next we have a Christmas annual yeah excited <laughs> love the the bad the christmas tacky sweater. sweater cover yes it's awesome and i beautiful. need that as a sweater and then uh they they announced that in february the uh imperial phase part two trade is coming out mm-hmm. yeah very good and then we get the 1923 yeah. special are those the same characters that we started yes, out with the year cool. those are the characters that were in the very first Three or four panel, three or four pages of nice. the opening of the series. Yeah, cool. It's gonna be so weird. Yeah, and then um, basically from the talk of it, uh, it is. Uh, all, he, he mentions that basically all of the tray, all of the uh, like the flashback, the four thirty three, this nineteen twenty three, the Christmas annual. Those are all gonna get collected in their own trade. Cool and. Okay. His mention was, and it will probably be the penultimate trade. That makes so sense. Yeah. this series, yeah, he is said that we, we were getting into end game stuff. Yeah, yeah, this series is approaching the the, the final parts. So I'm guessing excited. probably two at most, three more. Arcs. I'm guessing. I was gonna say I would guess two is my guess from what they've said in the past. I'd guess after Imperial phase, yeah, it'll be arc the collection for the one shots mm-hmm. final arc. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's my vote. That's my guess right. as well. Okay. So speculation. Damn good though. Love it. All right. Next up, Brian and I are going to fight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jen may want to take off the headphones. You're just going to go away for a while. Champions number 14. In this corner. Brian. Hey. Hey, Brian. Hey, hey Brian. I love you so much. Quit hitting the table with your tablet because it goes straight it's through not, my brain pan. It's not on, it's not on oh, purpose. Oh, I know, but it goes straight through my brain pan. In this corner. <laughs> Brian's tablet. In the other one, my brain. Brian's tablet's winning. Every time. Every time. Representing team Viv had better not stay a human. Mm. Brian Baker. Yeah, because I do not like this change to Viv. And in this corner... Representing Nodog is cool. Go with it. Alex Lavelle. So Brian has a panel or a page pulled up right now. Is that is that the human version of Viv? Yes. That's, well, which is odd because it's completely different than the human version of Viv that was drawn in the Avengers. 
Oh, oh yes, it is. Okay. No, it's not. Oh yeah, it is. I don't have. Oh, shit, I don't have that one on my. Yeah, she was like still all pink and. No. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it on mine. Okay. So that's part of it. Is that um? So you changed her, and then you didn't even keep her the same as you had her in the last issue that some that she was just in. So that's a that's part of it. I mean, you're the other thing, about two the other different th- artist's interpretation of probably a third artist's character sheet. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, okay, <laughs> that, that's fine. But like, it's one story. It's a crossover story. You need to have that discuss. I mean, it's not just like a drawn differently like the character looks like a completely different character she looks like exactly the same character. yeah she just has different like messier hair it's fine she's super cute though like yeah. she's super cute uh, okay I, I brian was blinded by rage maybe so <laughs> I, I yeah i don't i don't like this change i, I think it especially considering what the the conversations and the and the, what she expresses in this, yeah. it, it it's it is a different character. It's not her character anymore. It's the same character. She just can't do all the things she could before. No, in the same way, in the same way that Vision is faced with his immortality, she is now in a very real way faced with mortality. It's it's not just that though. Like first of all, she's losing all of her powers. Right. Yeah. Second, she has feelings and emotions and things that she's dealing with that she, as Viv previously, never did. She's like, I would argue, a robot. I would argue that between the two of those, it's a different character. Mm, I don't, I don't, I don't. She's agree. transitioning into a different character. I think she is the same character having to deal with new experiences. Doesn't an, an, an android will cry? Only if they give it tear ducts and fluid. No, wasn't, wasn't that a, a cover for Avengers years ago? An android will cry? Probably. Yeah, probably. I, okay. I do not like this change at all. There's like nothing about this I like. <laughs> I like it very much. I think it's interesting. And in all likelihood, it will revert. I certainly think for a story, Avengers number 58, even an android can cry, is okay. what I was thinking of. Again, okay, only if they give it... A mechanism and fluid. Well, probably. Yes. Um, Wash your fluid would be good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Clean those good glass eyeballs. Some sort of, yeah, actually, yeah, that works. Right. Yeah. We're going to say some sort of silicone lubricant. Little, yeah. little, little squeegee. Squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> yeah, he blinks and then wipes. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> blinks and wipes? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Laughing hurts. Yeah, here's is if they do this for an arc and then change her back, I'm perfectly okay with that. I I will I will get through that. Name one time in the history of comics that a change that the high evolutionary has made to an Avenger has stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's not possible because it's never happened. <laughs> exactly. See, also he talks in this issue about giving Sam wings. Yes, you know exactly what the fuck he did the last time Sam was on Counter Earth. That's true. Here is... <laughs> I hate the high evolutionary as a yes. villain because he's so stupid and dumb. Yeah. I'm enjoying this arc because it is so much not about him. Um, I do have my guess as to getting into the actual substance of the issue. Who's um, behind him? Or... Well, his plan is to smash these two Earths together, mm-hmm. Earth and Counter-Earth, which is very, very Hickman's Avengers. 
That's what set off Secret Wars, was Earths smashing into each other. Okay. Um, I am pretty sure that the person in the basement he's afraid of is, uh, is, is it Molecule Man? Is that what he's oh, called? Oh, yeah. Molecule Man. Holy shit. Because Molecule Man was involved with rebuilding all of reality. I was going to say, like, and I don't know what prompted it. At some point this week, actually, I was looking at Molecule Man is considered the second most powerful mm-hmm. in existence person, entity, creature, anything. Yeah. In all of Marvel yeah. continuity. Like, the one above all is the only thing considered more powerful. Yeah. Um. Also, he was definitely hanging out with the High Evolutionary in the last couple of issues of Al Ewing's Ultimates run. So, pretty sure it's Molecule Man down there. Okay. That would be interesting and terrifying at the same time. Well, and if you want to extrapolate that out, the big Avengers crossover that's happening... Starting in January, that one? Starting, yeah, starting in January, yeah. uh, is about reality having been changed and rewritten. Mm-hmm. Go Kobe. I mean, Molecule Man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but no, stop and think about it. <laughs> Sorry, if, was... if the reason reality still exists after Secret Wars is because Reed Reynolds, Reed's Richards has been having. Franklin Richards channel Molecule Man's power to rewrite everything. And Molecule Man showed up in Ultimates while High Evolutionary was trying to rewrite stuff. If he shows up in there again in this, right before a big Avengers crossover about reality having been rewritten, and at the same time in parallel in other books, it looks like we're moving toward the Fantastic Four coming back. Does it not make a lot of sense that all of this is connected to Molecule Man somehow? Maybe he's unstable after having rewritten all of reality, or maybe he just can't hold everything together. Yeah, maybe he's he's losing. Yeah, that would make sense. That would that would be a huge Avengers crossover worthy. Yeah, something. Yeah, and it would it would make sense for a reason to start bringing Reed and Sue and Valeria and Franklin all back, mm-hmm. and Alex Powers. Indeed. Yeah. In fact, we had another Power Pack reference this week too. Uh, we did. What was? Uh, it was in Secret oh, Warriors. Oh, Secret Warriors. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which was. <laughs> oh, Luna. <laughs> that was a segue, Brian. Oh, was it? You're so subtle with them, I don't even recognize. No, I'm kidding. I knew exactly. <laughs> and that's what I say. I love Luna. <laughs> I love Luna, and she loves me. It's um, Lunella, by the way. Oh, you're right. Luna. It is Lunella. Um, but <laughs> Lunella Lafayette. <laughs> they keep going everywhere they go. They're like, we need to search for clues. What are we looking for? I don't know. We'll know when we find it. I found something. Oh, and we get a guest appearance by somebody else, a helper character this week. And who is that? Who is their magical helper? It's magic. Magic. I love magic. She's magic always been one of my favorites. Peter's Just little sis. <laughs> nice. Only a much better character than Peter ever has been? Yep, ever. Pretty much. Yes. Did you guys see Marvel has announced a save the date for a big wedding I between two characters? I did see that. If it is fucking Kitty and Peter. 
That I, is, I will probably be done with anything that, that they are one in of the, from now I, I, on. I've read some speculations, and that's one of them. I, I won't. I just don't want it to be that, because get over him, kitty. He's not good for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm... I hate I'm it because so like I want to like him so one. much, you and don't. then when it comes to them, I'm like, mm, but you're a gross human. Yeah, I don't. Well, non-human. He's like knockoff Russian, sometimes Superman. He's a farmer who's occasionally made of steel. He's <laughs> <laughs> occasionally made of steel. <laughs> He's a farmer who's made of steel when he feels like it. The man of steel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Clark isn't made of steel at all. But he's always hard. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think Lois married him? (laughs) Okay. I got got it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Stepan Shake tweeted one of his old (laughs) sketches this week. Because of course he did. Okay. It was like this two panel thing between Lois and Clark and they're about to, you know, fuck. I thought you were just going to sit there and be coy. So I thought nope. I was going to have to prompt you into saying a word. Nope. And that's not the word I was going to prompt you into, so that was great. Yeah. They're, they're, about to, they're about to visit the bone zone together. <laughs> and he takes off his pants. And her response, I love that you're taking a swig of water right now, Jen. <laughs> okay, I'm done. No spit takes on, on, the, on black the black hammer. hammer. Yes. Her next line is, why are there pincers? <laughs> oh right, you are an alien. <laughs> wow, talk about a bad case of the crabs. <laughs> the worst case. Yeah. Uh, so magic, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more dick pincers. Yeah. So ma- magic comes in is pretty good, and then and, and then Quake is <laughs> no more dick pincers. <laughs> Damn, that was my stripper name. <laughs> oh, no. No. I just retired buck naked. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, uh, so I'm yeah. sorry you were saying magic. <laughs> and not dick pincers. No, nope. I was pincers. not I was not saying dick pincers. Dick pincers. <laughs> pincers on the dick. <laughs> dick pincers. Better oh. get out quick. Some, something else for Quake to be angry about. <laughs> Dick pincers. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Breathing. God. But Quake, I, I need Quake to chill a little. Like, I wish there were one person yeah. she liked. It's kind of like the problem I have with Wasp in The Avengers. Yes. Where she just does not seem to actually like anyone most of the time. That's my problem with Quake here is like, Everyone is inferior to her, and she's always going on about it. I don't even know if she thinks they're inferior. They're no, it's just... either skill or morally. She thinks they're all worse than her in some way. Maybe so. Maybe she. You're you're right though. She like she she's dialed up just a little too much. Yeah, yeah. They just need to back that dial down just just a hair. Yeah. Um, Whereas I love Moon Girl and Karnak. They are yes. adorable. I, I'm even happy with uh, Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should just legalize marijuana in that world. Because if anybody needs it, it is Quake. That's probably true. It would probably help with her tremors. (laughs) Medical. (laughs) Medical, baby. 
Sorry. It caught me up. I'm very hungover. <laughs> and for the first half of this episode, I haven't been funny, so now she doesn't expect it. Right. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. I did mention that laughing hurts right now, right? I'm sorry. What's, what's really cute is that Maybe Alex not. thinks he's funny other times. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's like Gabby says. <laughs> there you go. There you, uh, yes, which we will get to. We'll get to, yeah. Yes. Way to, way to be subtle there. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm loving like this to... Alex on Brian eight <laughs> right now. It's just like seething. <laughs> bully, bully, Secret bully, Wars bully. Is good though. I'm in, I'm enjoying where they're yeah, taking this. It's fun. Yeah, taking this series. More, more, more good, good Matthew Rosenberg. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else you got? A book that I know none of us has been excited about whatsoever, and in all irony, Jin has not gotten to read yet. Damn Donny it. Donnie Cates' first issue of Doctor Strange. Damn it. Doctor Strange number 381. Loki. Damn Sorcerer it. Supreme. And Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> so I guess we're starting at the end. Doctor Strange. Spoilers? I, I, like, oh, well, I guess this part is kind of spoilerish, maybe. We'll come back to it. Okay. Um, not spoilers yet. It's good. a good, good book. Good, good, good. good. Uh, this is a lot of fun. It starts off with Zelma. Zelma's back, baby. Oh, I, I, she's gr- like, and she's she's competent. I don't want to say con- she's confident now. How's yeah. that? Yeah. She's like nurse practitioner strain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She's. People are showing up to see the Sorcerer Supreme because, oh, my eyeballs are cursed. One demon or two? Well, they're arguing with each other, so I guess two. Um, and like, she's got the library perfectly sorted Yeah, by the decimals of Dewey. <laughs> that was one of my favorite. By the decimals of Dewey. <laughs> the greatest library well, that's how he, the That's realms. how he'd say it. <laughs> um, I love her so much. I know, right? But, like, the randos who come in to get help with stuff, she's, I guess, seeing and treating. Loki's not there, so. Right. And she said, I can get you fixed up. There you go. Like, the house is as organized as can be. All the snakes are trying to be super helpful. And will you, will you, will you tell the Sorcerer Supreme that, that we were helpful? Will you, will you tell them we're good snakes now? <laughs> yeah. Aww. But there is one door that Loki cannot open. There is one door. <laughs> and he's seeking out help and how to open that door. And also pissing off every other wizard in New York. Yeah, pretty much. For like he does. As, as he does. Yes. And then he then he has a conversation with Thor. Yeah. And we do get, and we'll, we'll go ahead and go spoilers now. He knows something about Thor. He introduces her to some frost goblins that are... Or frost giants who are hanging out in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. And as he is jumping back through his portal, he, he under her, under his breath refers to her as Dr. Foster. Which Ooh. which makes oh, total shit. sense. Because if you remember when she showed up to help out Strange before, mm-hmm. she, he says something about, you know, he knew he she was Dr. Foster. Da, da, da. He's like, that's who I need, not Thor right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, how did you know? He was like, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. You can't hide something like that mm-hmm. from me. Now that Loki oh, Sorcerer Supreme, guess what? Also, he's pretty good at it by all accounts. Yeah, apparently Ooh. he's doing a actually People a seem really to be good ha- job. Like, they know he's the Sorcerer Supreme, and they're, they're coming to see him. It's not, oh, where's Stephen Strange? Right. 
With now, one exception. <laughs> with one exception. Now, Brian. Yes. Where's Stephen Strange? Well, he's practicing medicine again. And with whom does he have a conversation at the end? Uh, with a hound dog. <laughs> <gasps> hound dogs of Georgia. He is a veterinarian now. He's now a vet. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Those are his patients. Yeah. It's, it's adorable. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a little basset hound with a gramophone on its neck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds better than shame collar. Well, it is the cone of shame, though. The yeah. cone of shame. <laughs> Stop thinking yourself. The right. cone of silence. No. No, no, no. Those things are the loudest things on the face of the planet because they have no idea what is near them. I was talking about the one on Get Smart where you can never hear the other person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but the ones on the dogs. So yes. Yeah. Are the loudest. They well, are they're amplifying. They're, they're, they're basically megaphones that are around well, their yeah, neck. Well, yeah, it's not even not even like when they bark, when they walk, they don't know where walls are anymore. <laughs> or doors, they get stuck in the door frames <laughs> all the time. The the dog at work just had just got spayed. Boy, howdy, oh. that poor stupid animal. You hear that, Bob Barker? I know you're listening. Yeah, yeah, we we spayed neuter. But yeah, often at the same time. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. That would be, I guess, technically oh, I possible say, for some, but like a like a couple's spay and neuter session. What? <laughs> That's. I don't know. It just sounded. Funny. Or are we going into like hermaphroditic dog territory? That was what, because that's either I was way, like, I mean, I this guess is it getting could awkward, and I want to stop. Can you say herma- hermaphroditic dog territory three times fast, please? I could, but I won't. That's <laughs> a that's a wise choice. Yeah. <laughs> Today is not. You your know, day. this was a wise choice. Picking up this Doctor Strange issue because it was damn good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. It's a Donny Cates book that Jen did not read immediately. I know. What is wrong with me? Yeah. So strange. Are you gonna do Thanos when it comes out next week? Probably. Okay. I will say, it, it, uh, if you have been reading the series, it does feel a little jarring. The kind of the jump. If you jumped off when Jason Aaron read and then just jumped back on, it doesn't feel jarring at all. Sweet. Okay. Because that's what I did. (laughs) Okay. I missed the six issues between them, and it feels like clearly something has happened and we don't know what. Okay. But the whole, there was a contest and now Loki's Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Is a callback to Triumph and Torment and how Steven became Sorcerer Supreme in the first place. He won a contest. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't need to see that contest again. Okay. Triumph and Torment's good, good Doctor Strange if you haven't read it. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next is uh, Hawkeye, number 12. Which may actually be... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um... Yeah, which is probably my favorite issue of this week. I would concur. It is among my top three favorite books outright. Like, I just loved this this book. Yes. And I, 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 want, I, I want Kelly Thompson to write so many more things. I want Kelly Thompson to write Jessica Jones. <gasps> Bendis has said they've picked a replacement for him on it. It's not ending when he leaves, although Defenders is. <laughs> Ten will be the last issue of Defenders. He said they've picked a replacement. She said she's got a new project she can't talk about yet. I, I hope it's really this. hope it's Jessica Jones. Me. Because I loved too. it when she wrote Jessica in this. 
You know who else I loved in this? Uh, Laura and Gabby. Laura and Gabby. <laughs> so Laura and Gabby come and team up with with Kate in this. But Kate is and on her way. Is Kate is on her way best. to a bar because she's gotten a lead on one of the cloning uh, scientists who was responsible for working with Madame Mask. Mm-hmm. And as she pulls up to the bar or walks up to the bar through the window, you see Laura and Gabby fighting everyone in the bar. And Laura basically <laughs> right as she walks up, Laura comes crashing through the front window, the plate glass window, yeah. Nice. And you have the the like and what is Hawkeye the name? vision, the Hawkeye vision yeah. that mm-hmm. she does where she targets everything you see. Wolverine? A little Wolverine? A real Wolverine? A literal Wolverine? (laughs) Yes. 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 And what's the name of this bar, Alex? You tell me. The Fluttering Horde. The Fluttering Horde. (laughs) Yes. She said, which is either the cutest thing ever or the most ominous thing ever. And since I'm coming here, it's probably ominous. In all truth, I expected her to walk in and it'd be a brony bar. Oh my God, that would be great. I bet Jeremy Whitley drinks free in the Are you bar. listening, Bronies? <laughs> do this thing. Make we'll, a fluttering We'll do a live panelology bar. in your Brony we bar. We so will. I know nothing about My Little Pony, but I'll read some more Jeremy Whitley for it. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. Actually, um, there's, a, there's a game that I play sometimes at the uh, uh, comic shop back when the Flash show started, especially we do it. Is it a Flash villain or a My Little Pony character? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that works so well, actually. Rainbow nice. Raider, Golden Glider. These sound oh, like ponies. You're not wrong. They do. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Twilight Sparkle? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, Twilight Sparkle's just a vampire franchise. Oh, okay. Okay. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and yet... Not inaccurate. It's not. And also still gross. You know what else this book has? Brian's quote of the week. (laughs) Which is also the best description, I think, of me ever written in a comic book. Or at least most accurate. You may not be wrong. You may not be wrong. uh, So they tell her that they tell her she's got five. She's got three minutes to get dressed. And so it takes her four. So this she, will go on my tombstone. <laughs> so it comes back out, and she's like, uh, <laughs> she's she's like, all right, but I got a lot of errors to put away. You guys, besides, you guys can't possibly be ready. And they come out, and they're completely dressed. She's like, mm, wow, I guess one of the things you guys are the best at is putting on costumes quickly. <laughs> and Gabby goes, I like her jokes, Laura. There's way too many, sure, but some of them are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> my epitaph, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah, but... At the very least, I need a Kate Bishop Gabby book that is like forever. I need, oh I need a book God. where Gabby is the head of the team, and it's got <laughs> well, like terrifying. Kate Bishop, Deadpool. They talk about they Gabby talk and about Deadpool Gabby being best friends. Nice. Yes. There's this whole conversation about he really gets around. Yeah, that dude really gets around. <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, yeah. But no, I would absolutely read a book that is Gabby and Deadpool and Kate and just the weird combination of characters who she befriends. Yes. yes. I would also read at least a one shot of the adventures of Jonathan and Lucky. 
Oh no! Ooh. Yeah, but no, I just figured out what you need. So you know the old Marvel uh, Pet Avengers two 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 and one, right? Oh. The like the thing and the thing and, that's coming back, right? In which December. is coming back with it, but do do one of those where it's thing. always Gabby teaming up with somebody. Yes, somebody different. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would actually be just the best. That would be amazing. Go team feet. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> you think you're uncomfortable? You should see the position they were all in when that came That's up. That's right. Gross. Upside down by trains. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. And if you need to make something look like shiny Christmas presents, just use duct tape. <laughs> they do use 18 rolls of duct tape in this issue. <laughs> My heroes. Yes, yeah. indeed. And and Kate Bishop and Kate Bishop writes a letter for a villain <laughs> to the police. <laughs> Do you think in the Marvel Universe there exists either... Brian is broken. Or both. I love this book. Adamantium-laced or vibranium-laced duct tape? Yeah, there better be. Yeah. You know, you know every Wakandan maintenance man has vibranium, vibranium duct, duct tape. tape. Yeah. 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 Well, to absorb all the shakes and shimmers. Yeah. and right? yeah. yeah. Like... There's a pipe that comes out of my HVAC unit that mm-hmm. shakes and bumps against the unit itself yeah. whenever my heat runs. I'd wrap that in some vibranium duct tape. There you go. Yeah, and the, the ad crew's like, well, it's foolproof. Wolverine can't even cut it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a bad thing. Then how are we going to put it on stuff? Well, you, just, uh... you, you make it like gaff tape, so it's woven, and it's only woven on the bias. So you tear between it, right? But that's not gonna work. Yeah, what no. you would have, you would have other regular th- that you could rip through. It, so in other okay. words, it only goes in one direction yeah. across the tape, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it runs against the grain, not with the yeah. grain. Right. It's like it's like carving a steak. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> carving. It's, yeah. Okay. So generally, it's so generally steak you want to cut across the grain, so that's quite... Yeah, you tear the tape across the oh, grain. Right. Oh, that's yeah. true. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. We got this. We're, we know how tape works. <laughs> and I'm the one full of absinthe. <laughs> hey, I'm still full of wine. Let's not, let's not get ahead of our... No. Fuck and, off. And the you, next... And the no. next... And starting next issue, we get... Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Nice. Together again. And if you've seen the cover for the next issue, it may be one of the best ever. If you've seen the cover for the issue after that, you are probably either uh, very angry if you're a weirdo fanboy, or if you're a chill human being, willing <laughs> yes. to see where it goes. Because it is the two of them making out. No. Uh, 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 the writer has said, hey, look, I know this looks bad. Which is the most Hawkeye thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I know this <laughs> Suddenly, I am not mad at all anymore. <laughs> but just That's go with so it. Hawkeye. Yeah. It's both of them, which is yeah. what's so yeah. perfect. In Kelly, Thompson, in Kelly Thompson, I trust. Indeed. All right. Jen, you want to pull off the headphones for a second while I say the name of this next book? Because there's oh, no way it is pleasant audio. Boy. Not brand Ech number 14. Yes. Okay. I don't know how else to say that, mm-hmm. but I didn't think you wanted that in your ear holes. No, no, I didn't. That's right. It's four Bushman back. Yes. Um, so if if you've never 
never seen or heard of any of these. It is basically, it is an out-of-continuity parody comic. Think like Mad Magazine. Yeah. But but all about Marvel stuffs. Right. So yeah. we have a parody recap of Secret Empire. Which is fantastic. Which, if you haven't read Secret Empire... Maybe the best way to... Is the best way to. <laughs> yes. Um, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it especially was, it was... the bit about the Black Widow taking a bunch of babies to go kill Steve Rogers. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> uh-huh. that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that... Uh, <laughs> the fact that... They uh, in, they're getting in chased truth, by the Punisher yelling hell hide or not. We should have seen this coming. <laughs> in, in true uh, in true Secret Empire fashion, uh, they said that they were going to recap it in five pages, and then they added a sixth page. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. which was wonderful. Uh, you have like four one shots of Forbush Man pitching Marvel editors a new Forbush Man book. Um. You have my favorite part from the Squirrel Girl team. Squirrel, Girl, Squirrel Girl's defeated supervillain dating app. <laughs> um, which I do have a screenshot of from Jen because, for Jen because it is both the funniest and is, most is, is, disturbing. Are these the profiles? Um, no, it's oh, yeah. the makeout oh. session. Oh, yes. Oh, that was so God. Between yes. Fin Fang Foom and Ratatosk. <laughs> yes. And it was... Uh, uh. The other one that I did like was I did <laughs> I did like the Marvel executives and their yeah. and their um their Gwenization of the Marvel universe. Yes. <laughs> Why do they have to keep touching tongues like that? <laughs> to make it as uncomfortable they're, they're as possible. Falling, they're I, falling I in love. Even, I can't even look away. And just imagine their weird squirrel dragon babies. <laughs> <laughs> dragon Little scraggins. Squirrels. Yeah, we're basically. Um, yeah, they... I'm gonna need somebody to draw me a squirrel dragon. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Get on it, Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and then we have then we have a, basically a page that is uh, the bios of four four folks. Yeah. Okay. Just as an example of uh, how this dating app would work, which is you know pretty pretty cute. Yep. So gross. I liked it. It was a fun one shot. I don't. I don't know that it is something I would necessarily have the space to read month to month, but I, I do, I do enjoy it. No, I I would not want this monthly. If this came out once a quarter, yeah, that'd be about right. I, I do I do miss these parody comics. I, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen a good one come out like Squirrel this. Squirrel Girl does a lot of stuff like this. Okay, yeah. Well, you like the one Squirrel you were just the, the one last week, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, was was. Same same idea. Yeah. But yeah, this this I couldn't deal with this every month. But like I said, about once a quarter, this would be really really cool. Yeah. All right, Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man number two ninety-seven. Yay! Congrats on not saying specular or speculum. The peculiar Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, Where Peter finds the fastest way to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the basement is the safest place. Oh, uh, I know it's seller. Um But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Get to the cellar. Get to the chopper. Get to Jameson's coop. 
<laughs> sedan. I guess it's a sedan. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Does it have two doors or four doors? Four. All right. Sedan. Sedan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do like I do like the the combination spider suit he ends up wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got, got like the torso and and leggings of the his black spider suit <laughs> with the hands and the hood of yeah. his. Red Peter has gone back to his apartment to get Teresa out before they come for her. Mm-hmm. As he gets there, he gets a text message saying, hey, they're coming for me. It's a trap here. Whatever you do, don't go back to the apartment. Oops. Oh, nuts. And most of this issue is him trying to escape as Peter without tipping them off to the fact that he is Spider-Man. <laughs> um, and ultimately, he gets away because, of course, he does. And uh, he and... He, he gets shot in the process. And the best part of it is the Jameson stuff again. Uh-huh. Where, uh, is, is this just your life? Yeah, I know. I don't have time right now. Save me the lectures. <laughs> no. I've got years of lectures ready for you. You're gonna get the lectures. <laughs> yeah. Also, you owe me money for all those pictures you sold me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Didn't I say know. the Spider-Man couldn't take the picture. I know. But it's calling back to that time he after yes. he unmasked he got fired and disgraced right. for fraud. So he's had, he's got to deal with some fallout of that again at yeah. least with James. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. Oh, you know what else was wonderful? What else was wonderful? And these are not words I ever expected to say. The oh. Punisher number two eighteen. Why was it so good this week, Alex? So I'm not a big Punisher guy. Nope. I just, I'm not. I'm not either. Um, Matthew Rosenberg is writing this one, which is the entire reason I picked it up. (laughs) Um, There are a couple of things I really like about it. One is, while Punisher is prominent in it, it does not try to make it about him so much as kind of the first half is, is reactions from the mobsters he's shaking down. And it's, funnier than you normally get in that like i recognize that's a thing they do they do it on the daredevil show they do it on plenty of other punisher stuff but it's it's funny as he does it like their reactions are just so ridiculous because you know um then you get into the setup for what this arc is going to be which is the punisher with the war machine armor and it is nick fury jr trying to send him on a mission and trying to frame it in a way where he will both accept it and hopefully not go rogue, which that's pretty, it sounds like a dicey yeah. chance roll there. Um, it is Nick Fury making poor life choices, but he has no one he can count on because shield doesn't exist anymore and all his stuff's in lockup. Um, he needs to go destabilize an Eastern European country. Yeah. Well, or maybe it was Middle Eastern did. country, right. some country he needed to go destabilize. The whole thing is funny. Like, there's this running bit in the Nick Fury part of it about how great the soup in this Chinese restaurant that he's trying to get Frank to just sit down and enjoy a meal at while they talk is. Um, It's very. There are some punishery moments, but a lot of it is like very weird and quiet and conversational. And I. It's a different context for Punisher. I get the sense that it's going to be sort of that Frankenstein's monster take on him where someone tries to point him in a direction and that goes poorly for just Uh, everyone involved. Um, But having a little humor there to temper everything helps. And 
we talked way, way back in like one of the first episodes, I think. Well, when may... Punisher started up again. Right? Yeah, yeah, when the it may have even been the pilot episode. Maybe it was a long it was time ago. Yeah. Early on, we talked you and Mike and me about mm-hmm. how. I don't think you had read it, Jen. Maybe you did. But how the problem we had with that beginning of that run was simply it felt like the beginning of every other Punisher run. Mm-hmm. And this feels like something different. And we talked about how the only way you can make Punisher successful is to surround him with other characters yeah. that help support and make him work. Which was incidentally <laughs> the same thing we said about Deathstroke. And yep. It is exactly what Christopher Priest Christopher has done Priest with Deathstroke did. to yes. make it work. Yep. Um... So I'm interested to see where it goes. I do not think the premise of what is this first arc, which is Punisher with the War Machine armor, is a sustainable premise for a whole run. My guess is the first arc will be him running this mission for Fury, and the second arc will be then Fury trying to take him down for wanting to keep the armor, because you know you know, oh, you Frank's know he not going to gonna give it. that up. Oh, right, yeah. Um, he's painted his skull on it and everything. That's his. <laughs> he might as well be a dog who'd peed on it. <laughs> in the shape of a skull. <laughs> wow. Um, so, that's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it just came to me. Just like oh, that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of Rusty for some oh, reason. imagine. Yeah. Imagine that. Um... So my guess is it, it'll kind of shift from right, Dark. Right, right. I don't think he's going to be War Machine forever. And in fact, having read Matthew Rosenberg's letter in the back of it, part of his point is it's a Punisher story, but it's also in a way a War Machine story in that he wants to show that just because Frank has the armor doesn't make him War, War Machine. War Machine, mm-hmm. gotcha. Just because he wears the suit doesn't mean he gets to take Rhodey's legacy is part of the idea that's going to be behind this. Okay. Um, so we'll see where it goes. I'm interested. I like, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a Punisher book on my list for the first time ever. That's crazy. It, it is. I'm, and if you like Punisher, look, that's cool. It's just not my thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 14. <laughs> which I wanted to talk about for one reason I wanted to talk about quickly. I don't know if it's the same reason Brian wanted to talk about it. But do you remember early on the uh, like metal-collared uh, Empire commander who, who Afro's gotten on the wrong side of a couple of times? That captain? Yeah. The hot captain? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's back now, mm-hmm. and they flirt a whole hell of a nice. lot. Nice. A lot. Get yeah. it, girl. Yeah. Afro's very into her. Oh, no, I think it's going to get got by the time it's over. (laughs) It does not end so well, though. No, but... It's not Afro's fault, though. No, they've got kind of mutual nemeses after this, and... uh... Yeah. But, damn, that reveal at the end. Well, we'll get there in a second. We'll get there. Um, I love Afro, though. God, please make a movie of her. Oh, I know. This This is the best Star Wars character I, in my opinion, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would I would like to point out before we get to the spoilers that because Kieran Gillen is now writing Star Wars, he has a co-writer on Aphra, Cy Spurrier. Okay. Ugh. That's just better. So this is Gillen and Spurrier writing That's together. That's better. Okay. Um, now you can go spoilers. What's that big reveal at the end, Brian? Um... 
Afra has a new master. Afra has a master now. Okay. You ready, Jen? Maybe. On a scale of one to three, how many zeros would you give this master, Brian? I would give him triple zeros. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Don't we don't know how this happened? But Afra is uh, under the control of has uh, triple zero is her master. Yep. Oh my! Which the scares of the turn. shit out of me. Yeah. So remember, like I don't know, two, three issues back in this when I said when my uh, when my is it still good was it turns out taking off all the restraints from triple zero and BT is a really bad idea. <laughs> we had no idea just how I mean, bad it would be. <laughs> No, I think we had an idea. Yeah, they, maybe they, we did. They kind maybe of, we did. They kind of telegraphed. I don't think Afra knew how bad no. of an idea that was. No, be. she had no cue, no clue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Then is it still good? Dead of Winter, number four. Jen. This book. Oh my god. Did um, reminded Jen she's a human with feelings. Did you have some feels? <laughs> I did. How do you know? <laughs> you tweeted about it. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's about a dog. Um. Yeah. There's that. So this was the sort of. I guess it was the wrap up to our yeah, yeah. our doctor friendly or not doctor friendly officer friendly, officer friendly who is actually officer nicely yes nicely nicely Johnson yes sure <laughs> <laughs> um wait did you just say he's a nice Johnson <laughs> <laughs> he might you don't know sit down you're rocking the boat <laughs> and if the boats are rocking <laughs> don't let zombie hordes on it I, what <laughs> don't rock the boat oh right yes. Don't rock the boat, baby. I hate you guys so much. Rock the boat. Don't tip tip the boat boat over. (laughs) So this was good. (laughs) Um, And I really liked it. And it had dog stuff in it. And it was good. Thanks. Bye. It it did. That is my book report. There was a uh, logarithmic curve of my anger as I read the last few pages of this book. Oh, yeah. And then, whoop. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Straight down. And then it met so, the asymptote. I was, I, did, I mean, I was. I did love. I was genuinely bawling. <laughs> like, a, like a poor, helpless little baby. Oh, I was getting very mad. <laughs> I, like, I didn't feel good. And then they're going to kill a dog? Come on. I, I did love that we went from the, the dog, you know, like jumping on and knocking someone out of the way to the dog using a gun to the dog using a sword to, to now we have a car. dog driving the car. <laughs> so good he, he is a good dog sparky is well, you know a good this, dog you, you know the subtitle of this arc right it was called good good dog yeah yeah okay was it called good good dog yes yeah good yes. good dog okay. good good dog okay but it was not hyphenated so it was three words yeah all right it was it was indeed yes okay the yeah good very good, good. yes the flashback oh kill me Time for Is It Still Good? Oh, boy. Here we go. Aquaman number 30. Uh, Mara gets into the bubble, and Aquaman gets his trident back. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, Batwoman number nine. Man, I didn't know. Everybody's high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong, though. Uh, Brian. 
Bug, The Adventures of Forager number five, please compose a response entirely in Warren Zevon lyrics. Nope, I cannot do that. But what I can say is that, that Bug and Omac grooved to those sweet, sweet sounds of the werewolves of London. And their hair was perfect. <laughs> yep. I think we've got one more issue of this. Yes. Yeah. All right, Brian. Mm-hmm. Future Quest presents number four. Oh, let's see. Um, uh, we get the origin story of the Galaxy Trio and Space Ghost reveals his plans to bring them back. I look forward to the arc in this book that is just Space Ghost walking from one side of the U.S. to the other side of the U.S. a la Superman and J. Michael Straczynski's so it's space run. Ghost, so it's Space Ghost, Ghost, Coast, 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 Coast to Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, Brian, Green Lantern's number 35. Um, <laughs> Jessica gets the worst customer <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the shop, she's, at the restaurant she's working at now. Cool. Also, you know if I ever got to write Future Quest, I absolutely would do that. Of right? course you would. Okay. Um, Nightwing number 33. Through, great, uh, through much exposition, the theme of this book is revealed to be the ways Dick does not actually follow through in his life. Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brian bit his tongue. This one subtitled, The Life of Dick Grayson, A Total Fuck-Up. This one subtitled, No Shit, <laughs> Give is, Us Our Sean Sang on going. How is he so much better as a big brother to Damien than he is with anything he does in his You know what, life. sometimes your favorite brother's a total fuck-up. It just happens. <laughs> Mine's I not. Mean, my brothers <laughs> but... wouldn't know that feeling. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, also, just as an aside, <laughs> this issue had the worst lettering in a book this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Only because, well, I, I'll show you the panel, the the balloon that I sent to Jen. Um, because I completely and utterly misread this, and it <laughs> took me a moment or two to figure out that that word was supposed to be suits. I read it as nice shits, got chips. Which no, none of this makes any sense. That's funny because I just read it initially as got slits. <laughs> oh, well. I, that font is bad. Is Let's just bad, all agree that is a bad font. font. Although that reminds me, I was watching The Chew this week. <laughs> okay. Sure. And Carla Hall was stuffing a turkey with, you know, onions and whatnot. Like you do. And while watching her very vigorously just shove these vegetables in that turkey's ass. As I like to call it, it's a family tradition in my house. It's uh, turkey fisting. Well, I was watching her turkey fisting. I thought, you know, somewhere Carter Hall is watching this and getting just rock hard. Just, just turned <laughs> up. So, and maybe light ray too. <laughs> so just for the record, guys, as, 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 you enjoy Thanksgiving this week. Who knows? Maybe you're listening to this while you have your hand up a bird's ass cavity. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> Just uh, think. You're going to watch this while you... Or you're going to edit this episode while you... No. Oh, okay. But I might listen back to it. Okay. I do listen to our show. Okay. 
I only listen while I do the show notes. Once yeah. is enough for me. I'm, I miss some things, oh, so okay. I have to hear it again. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so if you're listening to this with your hand, uh, I don't know, elbow deep in a bird? That's a big bird. <laughs> that's a big that's bird. That's a big old bird. <laughs> he's going to tell or, you or how you to get in Sesame Street. Yeah, or you have some tiny-ass forearms, one of the two. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I, I was looking at Jen as I saw Oh, my tiny little T-Rex arms. <laughs> um, just know... You, too, are indulging in a very specific fetish. <laughs> Somewhere. If somebody was watching you, they'd get real turned up. Also, it wasn't Light Ray. It was Adam Strange who watches. Yeah. Get the lore right, Brian. Yeah. Oh, no, I... Never mind. <laughs> that was a reference to Big Bardis. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, I learned this one from Shaira. <laughs> That's right. We meet up every other Wednesday to trade tips. <laughs> Gross. We're inviting Gross. Talia and Selena No, next you can month. keep your oh own. My. Thank you. <laughs> Just the tips. No. No, no, no. Someday chips are Are we still in? Go. Still, is it still good? Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. Move along. Move along. I was trying. And you said just the tips. No, you said. Oh. No, you I said, said gross. Okay. Okay, fine. You give me some opening to go for more. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Superman number 35. Uh, Lex and Clark bicker. And John gets some puppies. Oh, I was going to say, Puppies. while John lets the dogs out. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brian, uh-huh. Sheena number three. Um, hmm. Uh, as opposed to going from out of the frying pan and into the fire, Sheena goes out of the carnivorous death-eating plant into the life-force-sucking monsters. <laughs> of course. Yes. Black science number thirty three. Guys, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Things are bad and people die. Isn't that kind of how it is from the beginning? More. Oh, oh. God. Things are worse and people die more. Ooh. Uh, it's good, but I don't understand it anymore. <laughs> the next issue is supposed to explain. Okay. Uh. Jin. Yay. Curse words number ten. Is this the end of the arc? Uh yeah. Um Weezord, Hashtag Team Margaret. Hashtag Team Margaret. Um <laughs> yeah. Weezord brings the fight to Syzygy. I'm not going to make a twenty fifth annual Putnam County Swelling Bee reference. No. East of West number thirty five. Death and his son go fishing. Hmm. Jin. Mm-hmm. Maestros numero dos. Why did we put this one on? Is it still good? We should have talked about it. Because I said, do you want to talk about it? Or do you want to make it? Is it still good? I said, eh, make it. Is it still good? Um, uh, um, that's why. Mm, mm, oops. Um, that's on me then. My bad. I take it. But I don't know what to say. Um, Will makes a lot of reforms, and not everybody is happy about that. How many very large dicks are in this issue? None. Okay. None. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was pretty pleased with the amount of, with the lack of yeah rock hard dicks in this one. Cool. Um. Yeah. Excellent. 
Amazing Spider-Man number 791. We meet a character who with his name can be nothing but a villain. Xander Zinn. Dr. Zinn, if you will. Dr. Zinn. And Peter starts his first day writing at the Bugle. Sweet. Okay. They literally made an evil scientist named Dr. Zinn. Like, what else is he going to be? <laughs> you don't know. He might be a really nice guy. No. By the end of this issue, you fucking know. Well, I have been wrong many times. <laughs> In this episode. <laughs> Bye. Guardians of the Galaxy number 147. Um, let's just say that Star-Lord has some really big stones. <laughs> okay. Secret Warriors number eight. Didn't we, we fucking talk about, about this yeah, already? We did. Oops. <laughs> ha, you goofed that one. Brian gave me a perfect segue. I was going to fucking take it. See earlier. <laughs> <laughs> or hear earlier. That's fine. That one was assigned to me. <laughs> Spider-Man 2, number 4. Brian. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Didn't we already talk about this one? <laughs> I mean, we might as well have. It catches up to the beginning of the second issue. Um, yeah. Um, Miles goes a little Aladdin and finds a whole new world. Oh. Thor versus Hulk, Champions of the Universe number six. I was thinking about a magic carpet ride with two Spider-Men. I'm sorry. It just popped into my brain and I couldn't stop it. Oh, I should have said Evil Miles. Oh, okay. Even better. So, Evil Miles and a Spider-Man. Thor versus Hulk. self-love. There's nothing wrong with self-love. There is in that case, there would be. <laughs> there is when it involves mutual masturbation with masturbation with your alternate universe doppelganger. If you're into it, there's nothing wrong with it. One of them's a teenager. It's a little incestuous. <laughs> oh, that. well, okay, not that. Not, <laughs> the, yeah, not that. that's why I thought it was creepy. What? It's not incestuous. It's you. But it's not you. It's, it's you. Just... No, it is you. Okay. It is you, but a little different. Is twincest incest? Yeah, but that's different. That is what something that you shared twins? a womb with. That's not you. It's still, but that's still a separate entity. It's not you. If twin cest is incest, no. alternate reality no. doppelganger mutual no. masturbation is incest. No, no, Brian, I need you to weigh in on this. No, I'm staying the fuck out of this conversation. It's like, it's like having sex with your clone. Come on. It's totally Which is fine. Also weird and gross. No, it's totally fine. I would totally do that. Wait, I mean, it's totally fine. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Maybe it's just because I know what my clone would look like. <laughs> What's wrong? What? Yeah, like you. What's wrong with that? I think you asked and answered. Total jerk. No. I, I will say for my own personal preference though, I would need to find a gender bait universe. <laughs> there you, go. you need to go to that one with Bryce Wayne and yes. and yes. Sylvester Kyle. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um. Brianna Baker. Oh no. Oh shit. That's my sister's name. So oh no. no, oh no, oh no. Oh no. Oops. Nope, I, nope we're done. I goofed, I goofed that one up. Damn it. Over. I made him I made him on your side, Alex. See, Damn it. You had the opportunity to side with me and shut this down thirty seconds ago and you didn't. I tried to stay out of this. 
What's next? All it takes for evil What's to triumph next? is for good men to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not good. So. There's nothing okay, wrong with Okay, fine, for chaotic neutral to do nothing. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> as long as both parties are into it. <clears throat> Did you say there's nothing wrong with incest? No. As- <laughs> no. There's nothing wrong with what? Doppelganger or clone sex. Okay. I heard clone sex. There is everything like- wrong with incest. I... I agree. <laughs> okay. I did not think you disagreed. This you know is what? I had to double no. Let's, let's end on that common ground agreement right there and move along. Yes. <laughs> What's next? Thor versus Hulk, champions of the universe number six, which you'll notice I tried to move to once already. You did. The Hulk learns an important lesson. He needs more overalls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So Holt needs pants too? <laughs> he needs pants with straps. Alrighty. Alright, last one, Brian. Oh boy. X-Men Blue, number 15. The end of the Mojoverse crossover. <clears throat> um, no more mojo. Let's see. I've lost um, my mojo. Thanks. <laughs> that was the... <laughs> um, mojo Jojo's jo- Jojo Dojo? <laughs> Where to use that one. The go, X- go, Dodo? The, the X-Men help Mojo lose his mojo. Yeah, baby. And <laughs> um, Magneto's... Shag's Mojo Randy. No, Magneto's um, <laughs> desire to have the world believe that he's dead doesn't go so well <laughs> when he appears on national TV. Or uh, international TV. Nuts. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? I do know what time it is. It's, it's not October. So, the yep. long box book report. The long box book report. The long box book report. Which is Ragman number one, yeah? Ragman number one from 1991. Plot and Sweet. breakdowns by Keith Giffen. Scripted by Robert Lauren Fleming. And the art is by Patrick Broderick. Um, you know what? This was very, very wordy. Sorry, what year was that? Imagine. 91. Huh. It was still quite wordy. Uh, The whole thing is nine panel, nine panel layout, except for the final page, which is a one full page spread, Um, which is the first appearance we actually have of Ragman in the book is on the last page. Um, This is uh, all set up in origin. I will say... I can see in this story the beginnings of what we would consider modern comic story writing. Um, Which is, I'm laughing only because you said that before we started recording. I'm laughing inside, not outside. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm laughing because you said that, and Jen thought you were talking about the sixth issue that's ongoing that came out last and month. I, and it, and it made sense, though. But, like, yeah. it made sense was the thing. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you're kind of not wrong there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but no, like like they set up this 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 dream that he has where he's thinking of these things, and it's this and, and it's this resounding. It keep the the same eight or nine phrases of that dream or whatever keep coming back again and again and again that really build to this reveal of him as Ragman. Those phrases, including "harder she are a harder," um, <laughs> no, <clears throat> ever, nope, <laughs> um. No real butts in this issue, unfortunately. Aww. Sorry, Jen. Um, but yeah, it and this whole first issue is his origin story. So, 
at the end, we have Ragman. Nice. Yeah. Um, if you're, certainly if you're into the, if you like this character, yeah, it's cool. If you're uh, into it's, rags, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's an older feeling story, though. Yeah. Very cool. All right. We have... I don't know where it is. Um, you didn't know where it's at. No, I've, I lost our die. It's probably somewhere under this pile of plastic bags that we can't touch while we record. All right. Well, in probably. that case, uh, we're going to flip a coaster. That one has the same thing on both sides. Yep. We're not going to flip that coaster, though. We're going to flip this coaster. <laughs> Who, All right. If it side? is cider's supposed to taste like is Alex. Cider's the supposed to taste like, tasting, taste like Alex. The tasting note is I'm the tasting is note. You're the tasting <laughs> note. Damn it. It's just it's me every time. Oh, thank goodness. I've got too much shit to do this week. <laughs> So, yes, you know what this coming Friday is, Brian? This coming Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. Colloquially known as Black Friday. The day on which people purchase Christmas presents or a bunch of cheap stuff for themselves. No judgment. (laughs) Nope. Or or both. (laughs) He who lives in uh, cost-effective houses should not throw stones that aren't on sale. But you know where you could go to get some pretty sparkly, potentially calcified Christmas presents? Oh, would they be stones? Potentially? Potentially. Stones or bones or bling for your thrones? Or some gems, maybe? Uh, Rocks with gem formation? Gem and the holograms? (laughs) Amethyst Princess of Gem World? Nice, yeah. Would that be Rock Hounds and Relics? That would be Rock Hounds and Relics on Lemon Street, Knackworth, Georgia. Nice. Nice. You should go there. Then. You should. Yeah. Buy people sparkly presents for Christmas. Yes, let me tell you, people love sparkly presents. Period. The end. This is... Mm-hmm. Now look, I know this comes as a surprise because there is no history of people liking shiny or sparkly things. But let me let you in on a secret. People, like cats, love them. They do. It's true. Also, cats love them. Do you have a special furry four-legged creature in your life? Don't buy them gems because <laughs> they will eat them. And then you'll have to go to the, bit, the you vet. Could, you could stud their collar. Well, with... you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or you could buy them something large enough they could not eat. That's, yeah, you could also do that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe like a big amethyst geode, like a tall one. It could use a scratching post. That's not how those work. (laughs) Brian's bad at cats, guys. Imagine that. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe he's a rubbing rubbing post. How about a rubbing post? Sure, sure. (laughs) That's what I was thinking of. I don't know why I said scratching post. (laughs) Because rubbing posts aren't a thing that exists? Yeah. It's called any any vertical thing that exists. It's not a special classification. It is... (laughs) All matter that is higher than six inches <laughs> Anything tall. Anything that's vertical, yes. right? So uh, what did you pull? What did we get, Jen? Oh, it's Rock Hounds and Relics on Lemon Street. Okay, shoot. Yeah. Jesus, I was so scared that this was like issue number five of five. Um, Marvel Comics Submariner, The Depths. Yes! <laughs> number one of five. Um, yes, I put this in there hoping Jen would pull it. Cool, thank you for that. Oh, Namor is also on the X-Men Red Team. Did we talk about that on the air? No, we about did not. About how... Poodle called shot. Yeah, you got you got like three of those right on. Yeah, right on the money. 
You know what else I think we can call a called shot? What's that? Like a year ago, last October, mm-hmm. uh, our show art was Deadpool as Bob Ross. Yes. Yeah. And I'm yep. telling you now, because it will be nice, quick, and easy show art, this week's show art is going to be our show art from over a year ago on the easel of Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool in a screen cap from Very this nice. trailer. I've, yep. I've already got that Very nice. worked out up yep. here. It's a, li- it's a little meta. We're going to go one level deeper. That's right. Gonna be like, be like, was little William, Inception. William Cobb in Inception was that his name? I think something like that. Yeah, it was something Cobb. I still have never seen that movie. Yeah, I know. When it's my turn, I'm bad at movies. <laughs> Does he get a turn? Yes. Yeah. No. Once a season. Why you do that? Well, because oh, there are movies season? that I haven't seen. Once a season. Okay. Once okay. a season. That's, that's about. That's about that's the about ratio right. of movies I haven't seen that she hasn't seen. For every thirteen, that's I get right. one. Yeah, it's about right. Or for every twelve, I get one. Yeah. Um, well, this will be fun for you. Is this sure. a main universe or an Marvel thing? Knights. It's a main. Oh, okay. So it's main universe. Cool. Yeah. Fun. Hooray! I, I in do. continuity, gritty Namor story. I love Namor so much, you guys. Can't wait. He will be on the X Men Red roster in the promo art. He's wearing a shirt, but okay. But Tom Taylor has promised he will take his shirt off. I do. Him. I do want to say though. This is the one person that How? I. How is Namor not the spokesman for Red Bull? Because <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings? Because it gives you wings <laughs> on his little feet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's one person whose shirt I want to stay on, though. Like, all of the time. Yeah. And even put on more clothes if it's possible. <laughs> Please clothes. do that thing. Because yeah. you're just gross yeah. and weird. Greasy man in your Speedo. How is he so greasy? He's in water all the time. He's like the Todd from Scrubs. Oh, he is the Todd. He's the Todd. Gross. I I bet he wears a banana hammock. I mean, yeah. Every time he's on panel, he's wearing a banana hammock. (laughs) He's a walking banana hammock commercial. Yeah. So gross. All right. We should should end this. Yes. Mm. All right. Our theme music. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. I am making great mouth sounds. No. <laughs> Our theme music is the spontaneous elk reunion by the fish who saved the planet. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, or on our, oh, and Stitcher. That's what I get for not looking once. I thought I could do it 83 times. I thought I could do it once without actually looking at the list. Yeah, no. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Or on our website at panelologypodcast.com, where you can go to find out where to follow us on Twitter, which is a thing you should do. You could interact with us more on Twitter. We like it when you tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Do that. Uh, find us on Geek Talk. I was getting there, Brian. I know, but I interrupted. <laughs> we got to bully him some more. We're going to really step up the bullying game. <laughs> something, something, elderberries. Oh. <laughs> While you're there, you can also read Clearing the Backlog. I am down to 42 days left in the year, I think. Something like that. I am glad of that for you. I really am. Mm-hmm. Not as glad as I am, bud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you did this to yourself? I know. It doesn't mean I don't get to be relieved when it's over. Uh, Stuff. Things. Such. <laughs> or you can read us on Geek Taco. I haven't actually double-checked to see what has gotten posted in the last couple of days, which I should have done, but 
Thanksgiving is next week, and I've been running around like a madman trying to get ready. Yes. Like a turkey with your head cut off? Like a turkey no. with a fist up your butt? Well... Um, Do they run around all that much, though? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. It's more, I, guess it, I guess it depends on how many partners they want. <laughs> it's more like the thing you do in physical there therapy you where you lay on your back and pretend there you're you pedaling go. an invisible bicycle. Don't slut shame that turkey. <laughs> oh, right now the on, on Geek Taco there is a big review of Mario Odyssey. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm 600 plus stars deep into that. <laughs> and I can say... With uh, great assurance that the worst part of that game is the last time you have to do this weird round seal bouncing race thing that you just bounce all over the place and there's no way to even stay in first that I've found yet. But I will find it because I have to get all 999 stars. (laughs) So who are you? It's-a me, Sewer Clown! (laughs) I'm the leftovers of Tequila Sally. (laughs) The oh no, that was wine. <laughs> wine Wendy. There we go. I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat some turkey if that's what you're into. Yeah, do that stuff. Fist some turkey if that's what you're into. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I mean, once you do that, you're into it by definition yeah. of the thing. <laughs> Bye. Use every bit. But don't actually put stuffing in your turkey. That's how you get food poisoning. <laughs>